Oh yeah, you got you better you better you better not eat too much. But <laughs> it's all deception. So how much of this do I eat? <laughs> a quarter of it. You and Kyle, you and Kyle. <laughs> yeah, we can do a test. You and Kyle are both drinking. A quart of it. <laughs> He's got to drink a quart. Kyle can drink that other quart <laughs> if he wants to. I think me? Oh, I'll pound that. If 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 Kjax finishes that fucking half of that, I'll for sure drink the rest of that. If you don't have any, Kyle, yeah, for sure. But Kyle wants some. Kyle wants some. I know Kyle wants some because he's in a fucking festive mood over here. I'm in a festive goddamn mood. Tis the season for giving, and I want to give Kjax a stomach ache. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Ah, Merry Christmas, everybody. It's your best friend Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I miss Maria Shriver, but I've here to do a cold opening. I'm getting paid $20 million to do this cold opening, but I'll cut it to your host right now for this podcast, Nick Lyons. Welcome to Real Rotten. This is the podcast where we watch movies underneath 25% on Rotten Tomatoes, and I'm Nick Lyons I'm with my co-host, Steven, who just walked in the room. Oh, hey, what's, what did I miss? You just missed somebody. He, he's not famous at all anymore, so you don't really have to worry about it at all. Oh, really? Uh, we're here to talk about Jingle All the Vey. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sinbad. I work for the post office, and I'm unstable. Tell him. This man is totally insane. Thank you. Christmas comes, but once a year. Jingle all the way. You picked the wrong day. Yeah, it's Christmas. It's our it's it's this our the third, third Christmas movie, and it's not a turd. It's one of our favorites, if you would. You could say that. Yeah, absolutely. Jingle all the way. One of my favorite, if not my favorite, Christmas movie. Um, uh, it's up there. I'll I'll draft it in the top three without question. Fight me for it. That's a stretch. Oh, is it really? We'll get into it. Yeah, sure. All right. Right after we introduce our guests, we this is the most guests we've ever had on the podcast before. This, this is the is most it. people that exciting stuff. Probably that will listen to a podcast at any given moment. Yeah, uh, this this one's going to get the most listens because three people will actually listen to it because the one is here how they sounded on the podcast. Of course, they're forced to be here. Yes, and uh, those people are Tyler. Hello, Tyler. Hello, Nick. Hey, Tyler. And Chris is also here. Hello, hey. Chris. Hi, everybody. Uh, not Chris Burklear. We got the better updated version of of Chris. Yeah, seasoned, is, a yeah. seasoned Chris. Yeah, this this Chris is this is the evolved version of the original Chris we had on yeah. the podcast. Yeah, and uh, for the third time returning to the podcast, uh, Wilfredo I'm is like, back. I'm like the cousin that won't go away. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, the turd that won't flush. Hey, <laughs> cousin Eddie, good to see you. Yep, but I bring beer. So and you fill our ethnic ethnicity bracket. Always. Yeah, yeah. we always. <laughs> We always need, uh, you know, somebody to check the boxes the for us. The flesh tone spectrum is w- vibrant here, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we go from bright white to, uh, <laughs> to pale brown. There's not much in between. Yeah, there's not much in between. Hey, you see me nude, you're going to see that spectrum. <laughs> That's what she said, I guess. Uh, rather than getting to know each of them individually, which is what we would do normally and uh, take a long time to do so, I have one question for each of you. That will determine what people think of you for the rest of the podcast. Am I involved in this game, or is just the guest involved? Uh, you can be involved if you want to. Nah, it's it's right. a uh, Christmas song, 
choose one Christmas song, and that's the only Christmas song you can hear for the rest of your life. What is your choice? Tyler, we're going to just do the round robin right here. Start with you. It sounds terrible in general. But, yes. Uh, I'm going I'm to go with Silent Night. Ooh, that's not bad. I'm going to go with Silent Yeah, Night. it's very emotional. It's, it's listenable. Yeah. And it, it, it's got some, it got a full range. There's a bunch of different types. Let's say you can, you can listen to remixes, too. There's probably some good remixes of Silent Night. Of course, like a dubstep one or something. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, 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 <laughs> oh, we can do yeah. <laughs> Wait, that was the metal version, too. <laughs> Sleep it every piece. Sleep it every piece. Oh, holy night. The sun is brightly shining. Is that your choice? All right. And, uh, Will, what's your choice? Well, to continue with my trend, I guess I might as well go Feliz Navidad, right? Wow. Well, yeah, Feliz Navidad. Wow. Uh, what are <laughs> the first words that... Yeah, you have to sing it for us so that people actually know. Because my version is Feliz Navidad. Da, 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 da. Feliz Navidad. I mean, you're on the right track. Yeah, those are right, right? Yep. Okay, okay. So maybe maybe we don't need to include that part in the podcast. Thanks. Prospero año felicidad. Oh yeah. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Or have yourself a little merry little Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, I like that he just gives up part way through the song. He's just like, okay, for the white people, <laughs> I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. It was good. That's Actually, a good that's wow. a good breakdown. The protesters it. outside of the Marriott, one lady was just belting it out <laughs> on her microphone. It was great actually. Yeah, Chris. Hey. What is your number one Chris Miss song? Uh, I mean it doesn't have to be a classic, right? It doesn't yeah, it doesn't one, have like, to be a originals. classic. It can be it can be weird. I mean if it's maybe this ties into me being a basic white girl, but I love me some Mariah. I knew that was gonna happen. I think that's that, part of the chorus with that's me. probably the number one Christmas song of all time. I want all I want. I don't for I don't want it. to like it as much as I do, but I really fucking do. I've worked Sorry. two Christmas parties recently as a DJ, and that song is for sure the number one hit song. People are into it. It gets it gets crazy. Uh, Steven, do you have a, a Christmas song? Yeah, it's always always and forever going to be Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. By DMX. Also known as the Christmas song. Oh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer yeah. by DMX. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only rendition. Then that's my, for sure my second choice. The Christmas song by Nat King Cole. Oh, great song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just listen to that version. Yeah, I'm going to go with Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Oh, beautiful. Because I want to go crazy. <laughs> well, it's it's a nice story. At least he kind of yeah, talks through like it. Yeah, it's like a full, full story, I guess. It's like eight minutes long, so... Good on you for the real version, the lengthy, lengthy song. Yeah, 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 definitely. And that's our guess. That's all you're going to get to know about them. Nope. Uh, there's not much more we could say. Yep. It would just it would just take the rest of the podcast. So we're going on to Tomato Meter. If you don't know, this is a game where we guess the Rotten Tomatoes rating of a movie coming out. Uh, last week, me and Steven did Mary Poppins Returns. Yep. And uh, it's at 76%. So that means I'm closer. I guessed 85. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we're going to do Holmes and Watson. Ten years ago, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley teamed up to do Step Brothers. And is this movie going to be better than Step Brothers? I, I can't even finish the sentence because that's just... Preposterous. Preposterous. But Step Brothers got 55% on yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. Do you think this movie is going to be higher or lower than 55%? <sighs> yeah, choose the over or under on that one. Um, I'm going to go under. I'm going to choose lower than 55%. Tyler. Oh we're, oh, we're going around. The yeah, we're going to go around the circle. It's definitely going to be lower. Lower. Lower for sure. I'm going to go higher. <laughs> oh, the one contrarian, yeah. huh? Oh, P- period look at piece that. comedies always work out. Duh. Like, uh, 
The one a with, million uh, ways to die hot, in the West. Yeah, High Noon with uh, Blazing Saddles, <laughs> yeah, Young Blazing Frankenstein. Saddles. You know, yeah, see there you go. All there's, the classics. There's some uh, successful versions. Uh, Monty Python, Holy Grail. Yeah, that, that's Life of Brian. Comedy. Okay, you're reaching, but you're 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 pulling things out. Okay, well I think that'll be right. But the reason we're all here is to talk about. Jingle all the way. Another holiday classic. A holiday classic. Sixteen uh, percent. This is this is probably the most popular Christmas movie under twenty five percent. Absolutely. What's the audience consensus? I really want to. I really need to know this. That is a good question. We'll find that out. Yeah, because our... we we are lacking a fact check. Yeah, we don't have a fact so, check today. So... Kyle, Kyle is here. But say he... hello, Kyle. He's a mute. Oh, yeah, we can't hear you. So thought... uh, whatever. And uh, K-Jax, K-Jax is also here, and he is doing his next challenge. Oh, yeah, K-Jax, back, back again for the first time on his challenge block. It is... Uh, since Please explain it, yes. Oh, it is tis the holiday season, so uh, like Jack Frost in our reference, um, K-Jax is forced to drink one quart of eggnog, as, uh, as seen throughout this film with Phil Hartman's uh, character, uh, who is a big eggnog aficionado. Uh, so far, K. Jax has downed uh, 16 ounces, a fresh point of, uh, of the good crystal eggnog. Um, he's got 16 more ounces to go. Um, let's hope he finishes. I, I think he him. might do it. I think I, he might I do think it. I think the world believes in him. I think he's going to be okay. Yeah, by the way, we got 38% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. That seems wrong. It's way low. It's way low. Way low or, 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 or not low enough? I think way low. I think... Yeah. What would you guys guess audience would oh, think of this? Oh, I believe we're all in consensus. I here. think it's, it'd be above it's a travesty. Sixty. It needs to be audience need, wise. You need to reverse those numbers because it's eighty three. Eighty three percent, without question. <laughs> I wouldn't question that at all. Fight me for it, gentlemen. Well, the movie got sixteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I'll seven, take your... seven fresh ratings and thirty eight rotten ones. <sighs> rotten Tomatoes itself said Arnold Schwarzenegger tries his best, but Jingle All the Way suffers from an uneven tone, shifting wildly from would be satire on materialism to an antic slapstick yuck fest. To give them the benefit of the doubt, there's only maybe four actual uh, paid critics that that reviewed this movie poorly. Just just a throwing that out there. Just throwing that out there. So it's a little bit skewed in Rotten Tomatoes. I feel like the sixteen's a little bit weighted. Yeah, I chose a blurb from uh, KFOR's Blake Davis. I don't know where that radio station is or what it is, but he said it's a career low for Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes, even worse than Batman and Robin. And I chose that one because we did a Batman and Robin episode, and you should go back and listen to it. (laughs) Absolutely. A lot of Batman and uh, Robin connections to to our couple of movies here. Uh, Jack Frost uh, with George Clooney, and now now your review. Thanks, Thanks for bringing it back full circle and making it all Christmassy. Fuck yeah. My guy is Edward Douglas from ComingSoon.net. He writes, uh, and one wonders why Sinbad hasn't made any movies since. Oh, man. You can't take shots at Sinbad. I know. I I wanted to call him out because he's being rude and disrespectful, and I don't appreciate it. And before we get into the movie, we're going to play our last game, which is Ah, G-Bert with Ebert. Oh, what this guy had to say now. What did Robert Ebert have to say? that old rascal. Robert, Roger Ebert. Roger the rabbit Ebert. He said, I liked the movie a lot, which is... Janiel. Yeah. And has a lot of energy, but I was sort of depressed by its relentless materialistic view of Christmas and by the choice to go with action and mild violence over dialogue and plot. Has he never watched a Schwarzenegger film? Uh, <laughs> I'm sure he has probably seen one. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll take your word for it, but I, I, I think this guy's got problems. Yeah, so I think we're going to go with a uh, G, Bert. 
Oh, gee, Bert. We don't really have a like, catchphrase or anything. We just kind of made that up right now. <laughs> yeah, it's only it only matters if Roger Ebert had something ridiculous to say about movies. So it's on every episode, if you know what I mean. And now it's time to get into it. But first, a commercial break. This episode has been brought to you by NBC Sports Yay Area. Bringing you all the hottest Yay Area hits that have ever been played on one CD. It's the Hyphy Movement is back. And we're here to bring it to you in video form. Featuring such classics as Tell Me When to Go and Watch the Warriors Win. Or Super Hyphy on a bus going to Sacramento for a Kings game. Or possibly Ice Ice Baby with Sharks. On the ice. That was written in the Bay Area, if you didn't know. Uh, take it take it firsthand from our uh, number one listener, Stephen. Hey, guys. This is Stephen, and I just want to say I love this uh, involvement of hip-hop and sports. If there's anything that's missing in the sports, the sports area known as the yay area, it's music. Especially awesome music that I get to listen to on my BART commute. Every morning at 8.45. No, bro, I don't want to listen to your Mitscape. Chop's trying to sell it to me. Why do you Why do you come at me like that? Stay away from me. What is this? Are you being hostile? That's track number 10 on the first album, and it there's plenty more where that came from. If you put in the code RealRotten on the website listed below. If you put in the code Kyle, cut all this part out, then we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and this episode has been actually brought to you by Eggnog. Eggnog. So delicious, it'll make you forgetting words and such. Are you tired of not drinking eggs? Us too. That's why we created Vats of Eggnog for you to drink. It's You know how you slap the bag for wine? Well, now you're going to slap the chicken for the eggnog. We you slap the carton. It's called you slap the carton. You, you slap it so you get that nice viscous bubble that just pops and explodes all that delicious eggnog juice down your throat. Filled with protein and calories, this will... Provide you all the sustenance you need to get through your day. The greatest calories, holidays. the best. They they hand these out to indigent people. Um, that's how they survive through the winter. They just get all that eggnog blubber and just uh, and just hang on to it like 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 that Dickens. So buy it. And we're back. And we're back. Okay, guys, we're here to talk about uh, Jingle All the Way. This is what we're here to talk about. But we need a two minute recap of the movie. Me and Stephen have been doing these for the last five weeks, so we're gonna have um, one of you guys. Not Wilfredo because he's too frequent a guest. He yeah. Knows, so okay. So Tyler, you're gonna get the first minute, and Chris, you're gonna get the second minute, and you're gonna explain the plot to Jingle All the Way. I will start your timer. Oh shit. And then. Uh, <laughs> Good job, buddy. And then once it hits a minute, you stop, and then Chris will finish the plot for you. All right. Are you ready? Uh, as ready as I'm gonna be. Yeah, that's what I was hoping. Yep. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. All right. When the movie opens, we're introduced to a character named Turbo Man who teaches a bunch of moral values and such. You're going to want to remember that scene because it's played out again later. Um, and then we see that Jamie is in love with this character and he has a hardworking father named Howard who has a lot of number one customers. Um, Howard tries to make it to his son's karate class and fails because he is not good at time management. And uh, from there, we realize that um, Howard has a very nosy neighbor that likes his wife maybe more than he does. And, um, wow, what am I at, 40 seconds? 
Yeah. This is a lot harder than it seems. You can pass it, it off seems. if you need oh, to. No, you, I'm passing no, no, it no, off. No, no, just, no, you just, yeah, just pretend This is going to go talking. great for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm really just trying to set, set you up for success. Just 15 seconds, sir. Yeah, just set him up for success. Yeah. You have five seconds to do that. All right. Well, good luck. <laughs> good luck on the rest of okay, this. Okay, yeah, there you so go. what was the last thing you said? Well, the last thing I said was I, that he has a nosy neighbor. That <laughs> so, <laughs> oh. so the rest of the movie. Oh, so that's the movie. So Arnold fucks up, doesn't make the karate class. He promises his son he's going to get a toy that was supposed to buy months ago. He didn't buy it. His wife doesn't know that. So the day of, was it Christmas Eve, Christmas? Yeah, Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. He goes out to the store to try to buy it secretly and realizes that it's the most popular toy in the world. Uh, Meets Sinbad, who was also trying to buy a toy for his son. They spend the entire day running around fighting people, trying to get the toy. Doesn't work out. So finally... Arnold somehow finds his way into the parade. What is it? The Christmas Day parade? Christmas Eve. Dresses de- as Turbo Man. Re- ends up with a doll randomly. Sinbad, who is still trying to get a doll, fights him for it in a fantastic action scene. He beats him. He gives the ball to Jamie. But Jamie doesn't need the doll anymore because he loves his dad so goddamn much that he gives the doll to Sinbad. Sinbad gets the doll, goes to jail. Arnold Schwarzenegger's family's happy. Brilliant. Boom. Brilliant. Amazing. Uh, you're God. a lot better than Amazing. <laughs> you, Amazing. You started off really strong, though, Tyler. You oh. didn't get past the light scene. <laughs> you oh, laid, you no. laid the whole the groundwork, though. The foundation was laid. <laughs> I introduced us to Phil Hartman. Yes. So that was... You set the scene. I did, I did forget part. the entire Phil Hartman part of the movie. You set yeah. the scene. Well, no, okay. that's, I, that's really all I got to. So yeah, I think so. You, you covered the other parts. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much the movie. Uh, I, I don't so think now you don't have to see it. I don't think we really missed much. We'll get into the specifics of everything, but first, time for the facts without Kyle. Hey, what's the facts, man? Released November 22nd, 1996. It was rated PG. It is 89 minutes long. That's the perfect time. Perfect uh, time for a romp like this. Yeah, the key words of the movie were Christmas, karate, action figure, hero, and toy. Yeah, one of those words aren't like the other, though. And the tagline is, two dads, one toy, no prisoners. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's weird, but good. I mean, it literally. Is <laughs> I don't know a fight if I would have thought of this movie men. if I heard that tagline. Do you guys have a better tagline? We'll give you time to think about it because I have one. I'll be back right after I get your present. See that that shows you that Schwarzenegger's in the movie, and uh, he has it's the plot. Yeah, know? it's way better than mine. It's uh, uh, this Christmas, um, Arnold decks your halls. Straight, simple, straightforward, to the point. It's basically any action <laughs> movie tagline. Just replace it with something Christmassy. Yeah. Prepare <laughs> to have your halls decked. That actually kind of is a line in the movie. Yeah. I know it is. <laughs> so it's a callback to the film, gentlemen. I was glad someone picked it up, you know, because I intentionally did that. Well, it's not an Arnold line, but yeah. Yes. Yeah. If, okay. if you guys, think of, a tag, if you guys think of a tagline, just throw it out. The budget was $60 million for this movie. Uh, it made $60 million in the U.S. alone, and then $129 million worldwide. I mean, that's not a lot when you think about that this is purely a, an American-type movie. Um, it no, broke it, even. It, it doubled worldwide, though. It doubled with a worldwide release, yeah. Yeah, that means people overseas cared about it. Yeah, them Buttertooth Brits do like a good <laughs> Christmas romp. Always talking shit about the Buttertooth Brits. Fight me for it. There is a lot of good trivia on this movie. Yeah. Um, Tyler, I know you had one coming in here. What was your favorite trivia? Tyler, coming in hot with the trivia. 
my favorite trivia. Uh, actually, the one I just didn't realize was that Sinbad was originally supposed to be Joe Pesci. Mm, yeah, that's a good take. I think we all need to think about that for a minute. Yeah, Joe Pesci would have would have exponentially increased this movie, but at the same time decreased its value to me. Um, it I wouldn't have been the same. No, I love Sinbad. Sinbad's a a, a great uh, a nemesis in this film. Joe Pesci would have made it a thousand times better, but in a completely different way. Yeah, and another trivia, Sinbad improvised the majority of his lines. <laughs> That's not a surprise reading it. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, and then the fact that Arnold had to improvise back at him was my favorite part. Because could you imagine just Arnold walking into seeing him just being like, oh, what do I say? <laughs> he, did, he, did, he didn't say what was on the paper. How am I supposed to respond? He's got an ear of a snake. <laughs> he does have the ear of a snake. <laughs> I did like that... Uh, 20th Century Fox stole the script idea for Jingle All the Way from Detroit high school biology teacher Brian Webster. The studio was ordered to pay $19 million, later reduced to $1.5 million. Webster submitted the script and then named it Could This Be Christmas to studio in 1994, never received payment or credit, despite the film making $129 million worldwide. Yeah. Hilarious, right? 20th Century appealed... And the verdict was reversed since Webster's script was submitted after the studio had already purchased a treatment of the actual movie script. A.K.A. someone they hired to write the treatment and then based off of that script. Yeah. You know, I think slimy, that slimy there's, Hollywood. there's something fishy happening there. Good I think old, Brian Webster got fucked. Good old Detroit Brian biology Webster. teacher. <laughs> was he a biology teacher before or after writing the script? That's uh, what that's what really It matters. had to have been during. What's he doing now? Died. <laughs> yeah. Teaching biology. Yeah. Come yeah, on. Right? Still teaching biology. Greatest yeah. biology teacher in the Tri Tri County area. Saginaw's finest. <laughs> he drank poison. <laughs> Vern Troyer was in this movie. Yeah. Vern Troyer. R.I.P. R.I.P. A lot of a lot of uh, unfortunately dead celebrities in this film. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh shit, Vern Troyer dead. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Let's all have a moment of silence. Now somebody. <laughs> Do a mini me accent. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> Chris Parnell's first, uh, first Chris Parnell's first, first, first film? movie. Um, yeah, I had a, I had a couple. Of it poop was Ron. Poop. <laughs> poop. Poop Ron. You poop man. And uh, Kyle's favorite, Tim Allen, was considered for the role of Howard. Uh, Kyle, huge Tim Allen fan, as we all know. Oh, yeah. coming off that, coming off the massive hit "Jungle to Jungle," obviously, <laughs> yeah. right? "Jungle to Jungle" oh. is still one of my favorite movies. Well, wasn't he doing home or home improvement oh, at the time oh, too? He, he was busy doing that home and "Jungle to Jungle," sir. Oh. Santa, Claus, yeah. Santa Claus, Santa Claus is pretty close that to was this too. Peak Tim Allen. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Mid nineties. Oof. I might as well call them the Tim Allens. Yeah, that, uh, my, <laughs> that would be something. My, my, tit, my tidbit of trivia. My tidbit of trivia for sure is this is not just the first, not just the th second. But the third, the third collaboration between Phil Hartman and Sinbad. You had the house guest. Uh, you had, um, oh gosh, what was the other stupid film? Uh, Coneheads. 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 And then you had this, and then you had this one. This was peak Sinbad, Phil Hartman, and they weren't in a scene together at Rank them now. Rank them now. What are uh, they? What are they? I mean, number one is this, just because of, uh, of how high ranked it is. Uh, number two is Coneheads because of just all the celebrity cameos. And then three is house guest because I probably haven't seen it in 20 years. Hotcast is a good movie. Yeah. But who would have thought the the dynamic duo of the 1990s would have been Sinbad and Phil Hartman? Yeah. Yeah. Not me. Regular Laurel and Hardy, if you ask me. <laughs> 
It was directed by Brian Levant, who also directed Flintstones. Hey, it's a return director again. And uh, plenty of dog movies, including Beethoven and Snow Dogs. Oh, Beethoven's great. Snow Dogs, a future contender. Yes. Uh, have you guys seen Beethoven? Oh, yeah. All Tra- of them. Tra- uh, AKA the all Charles Grodin vehicle? Yes. yes. <laughs> Did he direct all of them? No, I hope not. No, just the first one, but he has you know producing credits on all of them. Right. It was written by Randy Cornfield, who also wrote Eight-Legged Freaks. That's about it. Classic. And that was pretty much the only one that he'd also written. Yeah. Cinematographer is Victor J. Kemper, who did Clue and Dog Day Afternoon. And National Lampoon's Vacation. Vacation. So, you know, he's swinging for the fences here in the 90s. So Christmas Vacation is that, that's after the regular vacation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's better. Um, it's just a different, it's just a different kind of movie. It's just how they all are, which by the way, we still need to do Vegas vacation because that's a, that's a contender. It's a great movie. Please come back for that show. Mr. Papa Giorgio. Yeah. Nick Papa Giorgio. Any corrective lenses tonight? Oh, Papa Giorgio. Papa Giorgio. Papa Giorgio. And now it's time for the, are you for real award? So this is where we talk about the most ridiculous scene of the movie. So I have some nominations that we we should all talk through. I mean, there's a lot. There is a lot. There, yeah, yeah. So we have the entire parade scene, which I think we should talk about in... That's just uh, honorable mention. Happens. That's like Hall of Fame worthy, the parade scene. Uh, uh, Sinbad bomb threats. Um, Santa warehouse fight. Uh, not getting your family literally any gifts The entire family. Yeah, yeah, the entire family, as we know. That was a post-credit scene when it came out in theaters. Mm-hmm. Was him not getting his wife a present? I remember first watching that when it when the movie came out on VHS, and I was like, "Wow, totally, totally missed out on that cinematic experience." What a dick! What a what a cliffhanger to leave upon. Uh, we have Phil Hartman's shameless home wrecking. Uh, we have punching a reindeer in mm. the face. Mm. And, and the reindeer getting knocked out. That's and the, the reindeer getting up. knocked out, yeah. yeah. And does anybody else have any last-minute nominations for a ridiculous scene? Something that stands out to you? I think you hit on most of them. Yeah. It's really the highlights. Okay, Chris. Jamie getting a purple belt in, in karate? <laughs> That's pretty unbelievable. Yeah, had, the fat kid getting a purple belt in karate? How are they the same rank? He had, I mean, he he had yellow belt written all over his yeah. fucking can just, face. Yeah. Can we just combine every scene at every toy store as one thing? Because that was ridiculous. That's the most believable part of this whole movie. Are the, are, the, are the toy store fights, the department store fights. Those 1996 toy store fights. It was the 90s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. But just watch Black it's Friday videos age. of every year. Fine, fine. The, the kids' playground area. That yeah, that is that is a little ridiculous. Quite the scene. They would never let him in a jungle gym like that. No. Or what are those how called? Did, how did it take so long for anyone to find him? What are those called? Tube, huge. tube gyms. Yeah. What, uh, tube, play, play places. Play places. Play places. Yeah. Ball pits. Those were just ball pits. Those are just the best. Right, ball guys? pits are so filthy. Yeah, they are. Uh, you watch one YouTube video about a ball pit, and you never want to see one ever again. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, I think we can get rid of a couple off the bat. So bomb threats, even though it's crazy, isn't actually that crazy for this movie. Yeah. They're sick people. Sick this world. is a sick world. Know, sick sick world. People. Chris, what do you, Chris, what do you have as your as your number one most ridiculous part of this movie? So I think what you said earlier was good. The, the parade scene is 100% ridiculous, but specifically in the parade scene, something that doesn't get enough attention is the fact that without control of his rocket pack, he flies through the dining room 
of a family sitting down eating dinner. <laughs> poor, at black family. That poor, poor black, black family. Poor black family. Poor Eve. black family. The only, the only like black family in the, in the entire whole, movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sin, it's it's Sinbad is not an adversary. Yeah. 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 Their dinner gets their Christmas Eve dinner gets ruined. And like the Christmas dinner is at like four o'clock <laughs> in the middle of the parade because like, we're not fucking with a parade. We got ham to eat, motherfuckers. <laughs> Fuck this parade. And the only dialogue they get is the little girl going, "What the?" <laughs> yeah. Somewhat ridiculous. Somewhat. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have that. Yeah, in that that yeah. part. I mean, there's just there's we could do your own. You could do your own power rankings of just the parade scene. You really could. Yes. Like, just the fact that he he does he flies like out of the atmosphere Pretty almost, much. right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and then and fall, and falls down, but then barely catches on, hits the wall, but flies then falls from the into wall. A wall. <laughs> yeah, it's falls like thirteen stories into the brick wall. Like, yeah, he just keeps banging into it. Like, yeah, it's a real it's a real super suit. But once he has to save Jamie, he knows how to use the rocket boosters yeah. perfectly. Oh, totally. That, I also thought a touching scene during the parade um, was when Sinbad says, get out of my way box, and pushes him to the ground, <laughs> and the other boxes come to make sure he's okay. <laughs> yeah. They're like, dude, we know, how hard, moment. we know how hard this fucking costume is. We gotta help this dude out. I fucking hate this. <laughs> he's not gonna be able to get up for the next three days. You mean I don't have to kick anymore? Yeah, let's help this guy. Much better reaction than Booster got when he got pushed yeah, over by Sinbad. <laughs> they beat him to death by the eight-year-olds? Yeah, that was we great. We don't like you, Bear. Yeah, we need to talk about Booster. I think Booster is cooler than Turbo Man. It is. It like, is. You're wearing the full suit. It's it's Scooby Doo. He's he's basically Scooby Doo to me. But but well, apparently, apparently the, yeah, apparently he's like the Scrappy Doo that people actually hate. He's a saber toothed tiger, would, right? Would eight year old Nick Lyons agree with you though? Yeah, a pink super. No, probably not. That's right. why we're not friends. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I dressed up as the Red Ranger for Halloween. I'm about as basic as a white, <laughs> a young white child could get. <laughs> not basic even as Green a white. <laughs> yeah. No, there's a picture of me. And six, there's a picture of me and six other. Red Power Rangers <laughs> in, in uh, those did, Halloween did parades. They even sell the other colors, honestly. It was no. What, maybe they the probably only sold White Ranger and Pink Ranger, Ranger and Red Ranger. Ranger. Nobody was the Blue Ranger. Yeah, yeah. No they the they probably sold Blue Ranger, but you had to be a huge nerd. Really? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, Anything else about the parade? That I mean, I, mean, I think well, I gr- I think I agree with Chris that, <laughs> that, that like that's fucked up. <laughs> they, just, <laughs> they ruined they ruined this black family's Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, that was the pinnacle. Are there WTF. parades on Christmas Eve, though, no. is my other question. No. It's not, like, it's not like Thanksgiving. Or... No, in Minnesota, possibly. They're too busy getting ready to smash each other in toy stores looking for a doll, obviously. <laughs> Action <on>. figure. <laughs> Action oh, figure. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that was one of the key words. <laughs> I go by what Rita Wilson says, and Rita Wilson says it's a doll. D-O-L-L. Yes. I have to go pick up the D O L L because Jamie can't spell doll. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I think you could give him the Spanish, the Spanish Turbo Man, and Jamie would be fine. I'm He'd pretty... just be like, <laughs> "I'm not smart enough it's to spell multi- doll. I'm definitely not smart enough to know." It's a multicultural one. Yeah. Pretty sure Jamie is homeschooled. Pretty sure. That's that's my bet. Well, that can bring us to the the second one, the Santa the Santa warehouse fight is uh, so Jim Belushi. It's quality leads leads Arnold Schwarzenegger to a warehouse full of. Santa's still dressed up as Santa's making like counterfeit products. <laughs> like the commitment to it being like a Santa's workshop was my favorite part of the whole movie. Possibly is that every there was hundreds of workers there and they were all dressed as Santa's. And I'm, is that for like crime related purposes? I think maybe because it was Christmas Eve, so they're either on the clock or getting off the clock, and they just decided not to change out. They're just like, ah, oh, this is a good get up. No one can recognize me. I'm just a goddamn Santa Claus. 
Could be also with like a rotation because remember he was at the the mall, so maybe they just rotate who like who picks up people mm-hmm. and, send, and it's like, hey, <laughs> it's yeah. a racket. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it's a racket. There's more to it. I mean, Bad Santa just proved the the thievery racket that I knew was there all along. Um, so this just further proves what, they that steal, they go. steal stuff from kids' pockets when they sit on their laps. No, Bad Santa. The whole plot of it is he's, he's a he's a he's a thief. He oh, robs yeah, the yeah. robs the place on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Um, Big Show is in that part. Big Show's in that part. I'm going to deck your halls, bub. Before he was a Big Show. He Vern was the Tro- giant. Vern Troyer was in it before he was Mini-Me. Uncredited. Jim Belushi was in it before he was uh, father on a sitcom. He was, <laughs> after he was the brother of John Belushi, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so. yeah. And uh, last but not least, you know. Danny Woodburn. Danny Woodburn. Woodburn? I don't know. I don't know who you're talking about. The 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 little person who was the head elf who was also uh who also played an elf in uh, Seinfeld, he was in a bunch of bunch of other films. Yeah, typecast, very typecast. <laughs> and then we it comes to not getting your family any gifts at all for Christmas. All right, I've got I've got a pl- uh, issue with this one. Oh well, yeah. It, it starts off right, and the wife goes the night before Christmas Eve. I told you two weeks ago. If this is the hottest toy in the market, even two weeks ago. Is not good enough, lady. I'm sorry. Like you're, you're not as much at fault, but you're close to being at fault because, I mean, you know your husband sucks, <laughs> and you're asking him the night before Christmas Eve, hey, you got that present? Just saying. No, like you're, you're all at fault here. You're, you're, you're not completely off there the hook. There is a good point because yeah. I mean, being that he is what he is, and she obviously knows that. Like she really would never leave him in charge of gift buying. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what he was assuming, right? So that's why he didn't get his own wife a present too. No, he's terrible. That's the thing. But this is known. I just want to go with the underlying thing of like, hey, you're not. Yeah, it's not all on Arnold. Exactly. I'm gonna build you up on on what on your statement, but then I'm gonna break you down because (laughs) I'm gonna build you up by saying I totally agree with you. He's like a good football coach from uh, high school because Rita Wilson would have, as any wife, as any significant other would do, would frequently call him out for not just getting Jamie's present. What about her present? She would definitely call that out. I would, I might say, but at the same time, she, 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 you know, she's great. It's Rita Wilson. No, no, she is. I mean, yeah. she's Mrs. She's Mrs. She's Hanks. Mrs. Hanks. Yeah, yeah. That's Colin's stepmom. That's why she can do no wrong. So, so, so one. Thank you, thank you for your for your opinion. Two. Watch him out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, punching a reindeer. Chris, you're an expert on reindeer punching. Sure, I'm. Yeah. Crack uh, do you believe that the reindeer would have been knocked out from an Arnold Schwarzenegger punch? Anyone else? No. Arnold Schwarzenegger, yes. 100% believable. I think you might be right. He actually killed a reindeer, and they just made an animatronic <laughs> in, the last, in the last moment. He severed the head. I think a more offensive part of the whole reindeer saga in this movie is the fact that Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, gets an underage reindeer drunk as shit over by the shed. Or the, I'm sorry, not the shed, the playhouse. <laughs> yeah, well, he was mad that his wife was next door pet and Ted. Yeah, yeah. 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 You can't, you can't just be out pet and Ted. Would you pet your neighbor's reindeer? Is second question. Uh, does it belong to Phil Hartman? Uh, yeah, and he's trying to have sex with your mom. Ooh, uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you hate your dad because he didn't get you a Turbo Man yet. And always breaks his promises. Yeah, and always breaks his promises. Uh, speaking of Phil Hartman, his shameless home wrecking in this movie is very intense. One thousand. Yeah, that, he that keeps scene where 1, he's in the kitchen was, or the, just the house was. Perfect. The cookies, the cookies, all scenes? of it, all oh, of it. the okay. cookies, the phone, Langston residence. Like, yeah, like, I'm yeah. part of the family. As yeah. I try to bang your wife, absolutely. <laughs> mm, Howard, yeah. your wife's cookies are out of this world. We're gonna play that scene right now. <laughs> mm. Oh, 
Howard, excuse me, but your wife's cookies are out of this world. What a... Who told you you can eat my cookies? Mm. Oh, these cookies! I gotta get the recipe from Les. Put that cookie down! Now! <laughs> Just keep like that. Mm. Uh, Put that cookie down! He also uh, offered to check the shower, but he said he declined. <laughs> you want me to go check? <laughs> the, face, the facial expressions were... I mean, obviously it was fourth wall, but it was great. Yeah. <laughs> What's creepy about it, though, is apparently, as we learned in the beginning of the movie, that his tactics have worked on the other neighbors. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's I, already banging the other He's other banging neighbors. the other wives. Yeah. How, how many of these other wives are divorced is, was my first question. Is like, is he actively dabbling in... in married women's lives or so, is she the first like married woman he's really like going after this is the beauty and the genius that was phil <laughs> okay. Hartman. so phil Hartman was such a workhorse like during his television career and obviously his movie career he wrote a backstory for his character so the backstory goes um let's see here uh ted is a guy this is straight from the horse's mouth ted is a guy who sued his employer for headaches caused by toner fumes and now hangs around the neighborhood and helps all the housewives wink wink helps Get it? Yeah, yeah. He wrote that apparently. That that's his that's his story. He, that's phenomenal. He got he got pension for a false for a false medical claim, and uh, now he's now he's cucking all of a <laughs> all and all the husbands. <laughs> It'd been so great if like his own son described him like, oh my dad wasn't always like this. Now yeah. he's just the cuck of the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> well, he does more or less. Yeah, he say does that. pretty much say yeah. that. Yeah. Maybe your parents should get a divorce. It was great for my dad. Worked out great for us. <laughs> we, we talked about Phil, so let's talk about the rest of the cast. So we have Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, Stephen, can you look up when this happened on his oh, IMDb this, page uh, so this... we can we can see where this movie fell? And then we had Sinbad, whose last movie was Jingle All the Way. Oh my That's God. so sad. Yeah, no. really quick. Was it really? Yeah, really quick. Favorite Sinbad movie. I'm going uh, First Kid. First, first kid, kid, yeah. For sure. Yeah, but first really? Kid. Yeah. Actually, can I? Well, He's also in the fake version of Shazam. That people think that's it's Sinbad, but it's actually Sh- Shaq, right? Are you talking about his, his favorite role Kazan. or Kazan. favorite Kazan. movie he was in? Because Good Burger is so good, even though he's not a big oh, yeah, character he, in it. That's no, first point. kid. I'll go first kid. You're right. You're when right. he teaches Ooh. the kid how to dance, yeah, that's a great yeah. scene. Yeah. This is, uh, was first kid a theater? It wasn't in theaters, right? It was a Disney Channel movie? Or was it in theaters? No, it was in theaters. I saw it in theaters. I think it was For sure. For sure. It was either that or Blank Check. Oh, what happened to that? Yeah, Blank Check. Yeah, Blank Check. Saw yeah. that. Those dreams. were like the Armageddon and Deep Impact. You just choose. <laughs> yeah. Same movies. Choose whatever you want. Oh, to I beg to differ, sir. <laughs> completely different plot lines. Completely different. No, kids. no. The kid looks exactly the same. That that main. Yeah, kid. James Rebhorn versus. I don't even know who the president was in First Kid. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. Well, it didn't matter because it was about the kid and Sinbad. All right, so Sinbad would be a bad bodyguard, though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that. So this isn't I mean, a good. He took a bullet. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh my god, he totally did. <laughs> he, took, he took a bullet. Um, so this necessarily wasn't the best of times for Schwarzenegger. This is um, he he was very hit and miss. Uh, last movie was a quote unquote hit, Eraser, uh, in also in 1996. Eraser, good, great movie. Good film. Good two film, year, good two film. years before that, though, you had Junior. Um, oh. but but the yeah, same the year, bad twins. <laughs> but, but the, yeah, the very bad twins. It was like they were like, hey, we could do kindergarten cop and twins together. Yeah, let's call it junior. Uh, this is full circle based on uh, the the Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. is, is it going to be closer to junior? <laughs> um, but he also did True Lies that year too, as well as Junior. Ooh. Ooh. But so afterwards, uh, afterwards he ended up doing uh, Batman and Robin, and then uh, End of Days. 
So very. So this was miss. his. It's yeah, very hit, hit and miss. He's like yeah. pla- he's like. This was uh, the end uh, of his apex almost. Oh yeah, Taylor. True Lies, and then Eraser, and you then think True Lies is apex. Oh, definitely. Really? How is it not? Uh, Predator. I mean, Terminator yeah, and all that happens, Terminator, but like, Terminator I'm talking about the two. end of his his run. Uh, I don't think he had an end of a run from there. I, think I don't know. He, he True Lies might be like in his top three grossing movies. Uh, made a lot of money that movie, but that's grossing compared to like best. Last Action Hero. Last Action Hero was actually uh, uh, 1993, so it was right before True Lies. Does Arnold have any best movies? Predator, all, all of them. Commando, all, aka all of them. Okay. Uh, Terminator, yeah. Terminator is pretty good. Terminator Two, you're right. Yeah, yeah, Terminator Two, greatest action movie ever. Uh, Rita Wilson was also in this movie. Mrs. Hanks. Yes, Mrs. Hanks. Get it, Tom. Phil Hartman. Uh, Robert Conrad was the cop. Good old Robert Conrad. Uh, Legendary 1960s, 70s uh, TV star. The original yeah. Mr. Jim West. Well, Mr. Rob. James West. We're still waiting on that Wild Wild West podcast, too. I actually ran into him in Tahoe once. What? Robert What's your Conrad? Robert Conrad story? <laughs> he was uh, in the ski lounge. Uh, at was I at North Star? I don't remember. I was. Did you kid. recognize him because of Jingle All the Way? One hundred percent. He was sitting by himself over at a table, and my dad like pointed up at him. I was like, "Oh my god, that's the cop from Jingle All the Way." Because <laughs> <laughs> that's obviously what I associated yeah. with him, at, him with at the time. Yeah, I I just went up and said that I enjoyed his work. And he thanked me, put his paper down for a second to thank me. That's pretty sweet. That's very cool. <laughs> what a nice old man. A um, little bit of trivia. Um, this might contradict that nice positive story. Though the role of Officer <laughs> Hummel was written before a woman, the part went to Robert Conrad. Uh, Conrad's explanation uh, was that the producers, quote-unquote, wanted someone who could pull up next to Arnold and tell him to pull over, and he pulls over. So great dig at women there, Robert Conrad, <laughs> according to the producers. Nice. That's why they call him Bobby Rad sometimes. Uh, Jake Lloyd was Jamie. Good old Jake Lloyd, also uh, known as Young Anakin. Young Anakin. Anakin. This he, is where the evil began. He yeah, didn't get his toy. <laughs> yeah, he, the evil began by Jake Lloyd existing. Let's be <laughs> honest here. What he flew that pod racer better than anybody else in the galaxy. Better Especially than Sebulba. Sebulba. Oh, fuck Sebulba. Kyle, we're going to give you the mic actually this time because you're a you're big Jake Lloyd guy. Tell us what you think about Young Anakin. I don't think he was that bad as a Young Anakin. And that was Facts with Kyle. <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. And that's and that's the segment we like to call Why Kyle Doesn't Deserve a Mic. And also time to check in on Alex and his eggnog. Hey, how's that eggnog coming on, KJX? You're one and a half glasses already uh, d- done, Ski. Wow, he's almost finished a quart of eggnog. How you feeling there, you, champ? You, will he survive tomorrow? Thumbs up? Thumbs sideways? Thumbs sideways? You're more sideways? You, you didn't want to drink a Merlot? He put an extra egg in it for some reason. <laughs> hey, you want to be like Rocky. What are you supposed to do? Uh, Jim Belushi, as we mentioned, uh, also mentioned in this movie. Earlier, yeah. uh, so who worked in this movie, then, if, we, if we're giving away this cast? Yeah, we're going to do best and worst, everybody. Yeah. Uh, Will, start us off. Who's your who, best? Who worked for you and who did not in this movie? Uh, well, Ted, Phil Hartman was clearly the okay. MVP for uh, me. Yeah, yeah it just, just perfect. Uh the apron hug, by the way, I wanted to go back when we were talking about him earlier. Oh, the apron hug and off. Hug. I mean, that's a move I've never seen before. Haven't seen since. I don't know if he's going like, to pull it off. I'm pretty sure he had an orgasm when he, he, when I he mean, hugged it, her. I'm he pretty sure that's it. how I was conceived. Uh, the, the apron off. <laughs> the apron hug and off move. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, it was pretty pretty PG-13. Was it? Was this, <laughs> yeah, they, was, oh, is this it's PG, PG, or PG or but PG? they almost bumped okay. it up to 13 because of that. That part. move right there. 
Uh, who didn't work? Who? That's a good question. We'll come back to you. We'll yeah, just do yeah. who who did for right now. Uh, uh, Chris, what you got? I mean, Phil was my <clears throat> go-to for this. We can all make. I think consensus. we all might agree. I think Phil, Actually, yeah. no. I have somebody else. If somebody else. <laughs> yeah. uh, strangely for me, who worked? Uh, I'm blanking on his name, but the guy who played Booster. Oh, Curtis Armstrong. <laughs> Curtis yeah. Armstrong. Booger. Yeah. Booger. Good old Boog. <laughs> when I when I thought of someone, he was great to be in that awful Booster suit. He's always great. pictured. Yeah, that's what I pictured. Yeah, it has to be somebody that's like a chain smoker and possibly drunk. <laughs> and incredibly angry. <laughs> yes, uh, very angry. I always picture the mascot people as very angry people. <laughs> super and, cynical, but super flexible. Yeah, they use all of their positive energy right when they put on the head, but right when the head comes off, they just revert back into being like the worst person. It's like they're reverse like working out. When they work <laughs> out, they're, like, they're super happy, but for the rest of us, we're just super angry and want to hate everybody. They're like point break where they're addicted to like uh, riding. Adrenaline big, rushes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when they're not getting adrenaline rushes from being in a mascot costume, they're just huge assholes. Who you got, Nick? Who, who worked for Sinbad you? Sinbad worked for me. Of course. Yeah, of course. I just love that he just makes makes up all of his lines, and it doesn't make a lot of sense. And he he keeps running. We talked about it earlier with his uh, with his mailbag constantly, even though he could have totally said that to the side at any point. But <laughs> Left it in his vehicle. Yeah, my favorite line in the whole movie is from Sinbad 2, where he talks about the gun that he didn't get for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, which is a real gun. The Johnny Seven gun? Yeah, the, is the, it OMA, the OMA gun. Yeah. It's a real gun. When I watched One that movie, gun. my dad was like, oh, I remember that from when I was a kid. Was oh, my God. I was saying. thinking that was made up. No, it's a it's a real oh. toy from the 60s. Yeah, it was seven guns in one? What kind of fucking gift is that? It's called the 60s, brother. Exactly. They yeah. <laughs> soldiers for Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> my parents wouldn't even let me buy one gun, let alone seven in one gun. Right. Jeez. Yeah, that apparently that was the toy I just like the I just like the idea of seven guns being in one gun. Yeah. I just didn't even understand how that how that was even possible. You're a one man army. <laughs> yeah. You need to act as one. And I like that he describes the commercial as like kill him <laughs> basically. It's so just supposedly like, that's exactly is. what the commercial sounded like. <laughs> Damn. I <laughs> <laughs> like he's reading a real commercial from his memory. And it's all well, that's why Sinbad's too, so good. Great. Yeah. Sinbad. He's he testament to, testament to time. Can't believe this is the last movie. I'll write a movie for Sinbad, for old Sinbad. Yeah, yeah exactly. He had to go out on top. Can't beat Myron. Uh, besides Phil Hartman, I'm going to have to agree with you on Sinbad, just based on the fact that he improved 85 to 95% of his uh, lines in this film. Uh, that's an that's a achievement, not only for a comedian, but as an actor, if I do say so. Does anybody know why Sinbad is his name? Because he's a bad man who's sin-free. There you go. Is that really it? No, no idea. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I would have believed you if you said it was. I'll uh, go to the fact check while uh, Tyler says who worked for him. Jim Belushi, I think. Really? I I thought he was really funny. When does he <laughs> ever work though? Like uh, Joe Sinbad. No, he, with he Tim worked. Allen. Great movie. No, oh, I'll fight man. you for that one. So good. <laughs> he works great as like a sketchy Santa. Exactly. I totally like, believe I him as sketchy Santa. Small Santa. What are you, Dan Rathers? What I'm is this, 60 Minutes? Santa. I'm yeah, a greaseball great. Santa, buddy. Just so happy to play the harmonica. Oh, my God. that the Whoever was his elf, that guy is in tons of movies. Danny Woodburn. Oh, Danny that's Danny Woodburn. Woodburn. He okay, yeah. too. He the head elf. He was really great. I'm going to say every Santa and elf worked very well. Yep. Maybe you got Paul Paul Wright was great. The Giant was great. Vern mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Troyer. Troyer was great. No, no, no. Nunchuck, Nunchuck Santa yeah, Nunchuck was great. Santa. I don't know who that guy was, but he was amazing. He was the only Santa one with the, the off-colored thing. Santa suit too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had the burgundy one, yeah. the more Tim Allen like look. I think it was. I think it was silk. 
I think that was the slight dig on Sinbad that. chose his stage name from the mythological navigator Sinbad. Oh, great. It has because nothing to do with being bad and laughs. being free of sins. Navigate you through the stories to the laughs. Well, who did not work for you? Who was bad in this movie? Uh, I'm going to say Johnny, uh, Ted's son. Oh, really? Oh, you know the what? Fact if you're going to be a, ki- a son of an <laughs> asshole dad, I kind of need you to be an asshole too. Not just like, you know, chubby and there. Not chubby and cool? I mean, he's not cool. He's Thanks. Just, his dad just got him... A reindeer. He's I see really cool. who would have picked on me in elementary school. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I think he was fine. I'm just saying, if for storyline purposes, if you're going to have an asshole dad, the kid should be a little bit more of an asshole. I, I kind of want. Well, I, he was oblivious, so that's a bit of a dick move. It should just be oblivious. Not, I mean, he's a kid. I mean, what if he was like a, a bad kid? Egregiously oblivious because yeah. he was like, divorce is great. Yeah. It's like, nah, man. Like, where's your mom? It's not cool. Yeah. I, I have been watching a lot of AMC Christmas movies. Yeah. Because they're just. On, so AKA Miracle on 34th Street. No, yeah, Miracle on 34th Street is always on. But then Dennis the Menace Christmas was on. Wow, which is a movie that exists. Yeah, I forgot that was a thing. Yeah, nobody was in it. Yeah, but uh, the kid that's always mean to Dennis, his dad is like crazy mean to him in that movie. I've never seen anything like it. He would just, he was just like, if you don't get to the front of that Christmas pageant and say your lines and remember them. I'm going to be so mad at you. And then he's like, I will, Dad. I will. And then he goes to high-five him. And every single time, it happened at least four times that I saw it in the movie, he goes to the high-five and does the whole psych. Like he's does? just like, Yeah, the dad does it. And then he laughs in his kid's face. Uh... <laughs> he's just like... He's like, ha, 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 got you again, sucker. And then the kid, like, he walks away, and then the kid automatically turns to Dennis and is just like, loser. And <laughs> just, like, displaces his anger immediately. And I was like, this is fucked up. I can't believe they let people watch this. I would have liked him to be a little meaner to Jamie. So kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. like being like like him to be the one that says whoever doesn't get a trophy is gonna be a total loser, as opposed <laughs> to Jamie saying that. That's, yeah. I need yeah. that that character to be a little bit more of a douche. You would have been right. good on the punch up script of this movie, probably. Sure. <laughs> Chris, who did not work for you? Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe just because I'm a bit of a curmudgeon. I don't think Jamie really worked. Oh uh, yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think you're onto something. Mm-hmm. That's a just, consensus. Just a lot of, just no emotion lines in this movie from Jamie. Maybe that's what they wanted him to be. But I just I didn't I don't know. I think if I had to pick somebody, I'd pick Jamie. I think that's just Jake Lloyd. Like Jake, <laughs> Jake Lloyd is just an emotionless. This is an anti-Jake Lloyd podcast. Absolutely, now. it's official. Calling him out. He's got more money than God compared to me, but more shit. like fake Lloyd. Can't act for shit. Uh, Who didn't work for me? I'm going to choose Arnold. No, I can't. Yeah, I don't think, <laughs> you, I don't think you can come no, in here with that hot of a take. I, I'm not sure of that, Arnold. Yeah, it's just Jake Lloyd. He, he was everybody fine. agrees Jake Lloyd. It was Jake Lloyd. No, you're right. Yeah. Just yeah. be happy. I just went with a friend. Just being the contrarian. I get I get you, Will. I'm going to go with the, the first lady that has already had sex with Phil Hartman, but is still being like denied by him now. Oh, the wow. lady that loved him in the very beginning around yeah. the around the reindeer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The I'm porch go with her. lady. Yeah, right. <laughs> he, I think he's he's got the right tool for her. Is what yeah, it was, right. I've got the perfect tool for the job. There's one more thing I want to talk about as far as actor wise, and that is Arnold's athleticism. Oh, how did they use Arnold the action star in this movie? Did they use him enough as an action star? I think that they actually got a lot of action out of him. He yeah, he fought a reindeer. He flew in outer space, almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, he outran Sinbad. Yeah, he sprinted <laughs> to the to the radio yeah, to station. the radio station. We yeah. didn't really talk about the radio station while but... listing every reindeer. Yeah, yeah, track star. Yeah, that might be my yeah, that might be my favorite 
Arnold part of this movie. That's is. just the call out to Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think that was like an intentional joke. It's like, oh, what? I got to I got to race against Sinbad. Watch me <laughs> smoke this fool. He struggled more with the dash and that's it. Prince of Pixie. And he did it yeah, while Pixie. belting out. Yeah, eight I could do this all day. <laughs> I could do this all day. I still do that when I'm drunk and crossing the streets. My girlfriend thinks it's the weirdest thing in the world. Uh, that's that's offensive. Oh, or the I could do this all day. No, no both, both. both. Okay. both. Yeah. I've seen this. It's <laughs> April. Why are you talking about caribou? That's literally something she said to me before. <laughs> Any best lines that we haven't already said? Uh, we we talked about the cookies. The cookies might take the cookie cake. Was are my cookies? <laughs> Put that cookie down. Uh, low key, the uh, the radio call when he's like Tito, Jermaine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah low key, very it's low key. Uh, was Tito, Jermaine. Nope, sorry. Not even close. <laughs> um, just really anything Phil Hartman says. Like just Phil Hart, just Phil Hartman like breaking character the minor times when he's not being just a nice weasel, like yelling at the kids after he burns his hand. Pike out of there. <laughs> oh yeah, and his his origin story that he think would seduce his wife or Arnold's wife. But it was just like creepy yeah, that he who, just didn't expect it to come across creepy. And who just has eggnog lying around, like even in a mug? Well, like, that that character does. That, like, yeah, that yeah. guy. Oh, because yeah. it's filled with ruhifnol. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Most likely. I think almost anything Sinbad says yeah. for me is a, a good line. In yeah. This now movie. that now that you think about it, if that's all Sinbad's improv lines, where he's talking about when he's getting beat, he just yells out Rodney King, or, or when he says it's a government conspiracy yeah. that these dolls are or these dolls are making us dumb. And yeah, the monologue about uh, community college is yeah. pretty great. Yeah, yeah. Here's like a snake, man. Underrated line where he's like, "I'll hear you guys if you." When he's looking he is to the elevator. Like it's like. Snakes can't hear, man. It's a great line. It's a great line. <laughs> or the U2 Barnaby Jones. Oh, yeah. U2, U2 Barnaby, Jones. Barnaby Jones. Which is great. As a, as a child, I actually knew who Barnaby Jones was. Uh, and so I, and I was the only kid who laughed at that joke. Who is Barnaby probably Jones? Were. He was a uh, police detective the from the 60s, 70s era. He made a cameo in the Beverly Hillbillies movie. Mm. He's like a Beverly Hills, uh, I believe he's a Beverly Hills detective or something like that. Gotcha. Yeah. The more you know. Yeah, we I, still, I don't, <laughs> still don't know about Barnaby Jones. And we've grown up. I meant to Google it. And now it's time for the top five. Top five. The top toys and Christmas gifts of our childhoods. We're going to make a top five list. Since there's five of us on mic, I think that we should each just choose one. It's a draft. It's a draft. Yeah, it's a draft with one round. Yeah. Or two rounds. You want to do two rounds? We'll do one. One round. It is the top five. To decide who goes first, I'm going to just. Look at Chris and have him go first. <laughs> we're gonna go. We're gonna go with uh, re- reverse snake. So yeah, start with Chris snake. and so then go to Will. Chris and then Will, Ooh. Tyler, Steve, and me. Okay. Uh, just best gift. Yeah, just choose a, ch- best a gift. gift. Gift from childhood, like toy wise, you know. Yeah, uh, I remember the inner nerd in me. I remember being so excited when the first Xbox came out, mm. and I got the Xbox. And I remember me and my dad loved this movie so much that he had to go get it for me while I was at school the day it came out. And I, I forget, he didn't call me himself. I don't know how the hell he, I talked to him. <laughs> he paged you. Something <laughs> happened, but he, he said, I got the Turbo Man dog. <laughs> I was just like, ah, oh. it works on so many ways. Wow, what a childhood. Wow, that, this movie goes back for you. Wow. It goes back. Yeah, we forgot to do our, uh, yeah, like what does this movie mean to you? Why are you guys even on this podcast? <laughs> Hence, a and, lot. And I think now we know we know Chris's story. Will, what's your story with this with this movie? Oh, I just love this movie. Is it, it your favorite is, Christmas movie? Uh, so uh, 
literally before I left, uh, and I've explained this to my girlfriend, Ashley, she asked me how many times I had watched this movie because she was a little confused as to why we were doing a podcast <laughs> about it. Yeah. And I... I mean, that's what she sounds like. My, a little confused. Sounds like my dense. mom. Yeah. <laughs> the easy, the easy, the easy answer because there's probably way more is like definitely in the early 30s, but it probably is more from the VHS being rewound and played again and rewound and played it again. So I don't know, but yeah, it's, just, it's best Christmas movie ever. It's my favorite. And what's your toy? Toy. That's a tough one, man. N64 is up there, but I'm gonna go. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, but N64 I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my catchphrase. <laughs> N64 is up there, but I'm I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the the original WWF wrestling ring. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Some of the figures, but you're I was fighting with them on the on the carpet with the storage case built into the Boom, ring. There you yeah. go. And it had the stairs. Oh yeah, a few man. things. The ropes you had to put together. A lot of hard work. So oh man, that was 20 minutes of, of manual labor. Yeah. That was tough. It was getting those, really getting tough. Those it, it was bands hard work. It was, it was very, yeah, you had a goal and you achieved it and you hit a ring. <sighs> Definitely my favorite gift. Cause you could, now, now they had a And you sang all their intro yeah. songs? All the intro songs. Um, I definitely. I, I just found out there's like a YouTube. Were you the one telling me actually there's a YouTube channel? I don't know if it was you or not. Basically, it was a YouTube channel where someone plays with toys. No, it's Jeff Torini. Shout out to Jeff Torini. <laughs> Shout uh, out. He has a child, so he's, he, he watches is, it. It's not is, weird. He, no, he <laughs> is a child. Yeah, he, right. also, he is yes. a child, but he has a child, so I was asking what he watches. And apparently, he watches some guy who just... Play, like creates stories with toys on <laughs> oh, YouTube. That's awesome. I thought it was the weirdest thing. He said it was not terrible. I was like, okay, because I said it was. Would it be weird if it was kids? And he goes, no, because then it would just suck. Yeah. So the guy actually adds like adult creativity to it. I don't know, but basically, if ten year old me had YouTube, that would have been definitely. Okay, on so, my so we got an Xbox so, so and we got the uh, WWF, WWF wrestling wrestling ring. ring. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mine, mine was actually probably the PS2. When it came out, wow! And uh, mostly because, like, I remember I got it, and we had to go directly to my to my grandmother's house for Christmas, and I tried to like bring it with me and plug it in there, and, <laughs> yeah. and my version of Madden wouldn't work, and I was like pretty upset about it. Oh. Wow. So my dad took me down to the Blockbuster in Castro Valley <laughs> to rent a version of Madden to try and play, and I'm standing in line like waiting to go home and, and play Madden, and there's this large bald. Polish-looking gentleman in front of me that's holding a copy of Deep Blue Sea <laughs> by himself on Christmas Eve. I'm like, oh, what if he was holding Jingle all the way? How would it be such a full circle? It's like, oh, I first just say Deep, he, let's just say he was. <laughs> yeah, Deep, Deep Blue, Blue sea. sea might be a better Christmas movie than. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's got Samuel Christmas Jackson, in July. Yeah, so. it's a hell of a Christmas yeah. movie. <laughs> but I, I mean, that's what struck me first was that he was holding that. But then I realized that it was Sebastian Janikowski. <laughs> oh wow! Whoa! <laughs> So this was his rookie year in Oakland. He was living in Castro Valley by himself, so he had gone to Blockbuster to rent Deep Blue Sea and, and watch by himself. Wow, this Christmas isn't like an informative moment in your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? You know, it's a, it's a crossover thing. Yeah, it's right where there, you became right? a solid Raider fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's where you, you found out your love of Madden. This is like a Forrest Gump live podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's essentially what's happening right Yeah. Now. And and Jingle All the Way is your favorite Christmas movie? Jingle All the Way is my favorite Christmas movie. That's a good man right there. It was <laughs> one of those that I had on VHS and watched over and over again, just like Wilfredo. It's a good VHS. It was it was a solid one. Yeah, I'm just bummed you guys didn't have like options. You just only had one, I guess, apparently. I mean I had some others, but they didn't have Arnold <laughs> Are in you it, talking about Christmas so. movies? Yeah. 
No, you had a Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah, Muppet Christmas Carol. It's a great um, movie. How is that not the best one automatically? It, it, it's a great one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, cool, hold on. You had, you had Disney ones, of course. Uh, Santa Claus was definitely one of my favorites, also. The Santa Claus, the first one. The, right. Yeah, the, the Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. The Santa Claus. But no, Jingle All the Way is the best, man. Yeah. Arnold, just these lines. Are you kidding me? A lot of color. I mean, yeah. It's terrible time. Steven, toy. What's your toy? What's my toy? <sighs> I mean, you could go all day with any any sort of array of action figures, and I'll, and I'll vouch for it. Um, I guess I'll say, everybody stay in a video game console. I'll go right there with them. It was a PlayStation 1. Uh, the reason that I remember it so well is uh, I remember my um, mom forcing us to go, to go to bed on Christmas Eve. And then about 20 minutes later, I hear uh, my dad pull up in a car, and uh, the... the, the the crinkling of pl- plastic bags, like he, like from a shopping place, and them mumbling, "Did you get it? Yeah, I got it." <laughs> and then, and then it just your just, dad was like Arnold Schwarzenegger. The pieces, the pieces put together. No, it's like he hid, he hid the stuff at work, and then brought oh, it. Okay, yeah. So it was, so it was that sort of situation of like, oh well, there's my dreams. There's no, there's no, there is no Christmas. <laughs> so yeah. That's my first most memorable gift, but it was amazing because it was still like a PlayStation One. It was like the hot, one of the hottest selling things. My parents were always wasted on Christmas Eve. I don't know how they did any of the stuff that they did, but yeah. they put on like a. It was. I would always sit next to my door and be like, "When's Santa gonna get here?" <laughs> and I could hear like a robot voice going like, "Ho, ho, ho!" And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm just like, "That must be Santa out there. <laughs> Can't go out, <laughs> or else I'm gonna see the real thing." It's an android. It'll steal my soul. Where does Jingle All the Way uh, rank for you? It's it's top three, like I said earlier. It's it's uh it's it's top three Christmas movies for me without question. For my uh, my toy, I'm gonna go with um, Tickle Me Elmo. Tickle? No, I'm I'm gonna go with the the uh, a hands-on toy. I'm gonna go with the Nerf football that that whistled while you Ooh. threw it. Oh, the Vortex. Ooh. The Vortex. Yeah. I'm gonna go with the Vortex. The John uh, Elway vortex. Yeah, it was the only thing that ever made me feel strong. Man, I, <laughs> the, that was a good one. The only time that I've ever felt like I could actually play in the NFL was just when all I, spirals, uh, all him. spirals, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> just don't catch it by the tail; you'll break it. Ugh. Yeah, that or N sixty four as uh, sure. keeping on the console track, but uh, but I'll, I'll go with the vortex. And Jing all the way is a good Christmas movie, but not in my top five. Wow. Not in your top five. I don't think so. Damn. You don't what? have a soul, sir. Besides Muppet Christmas Carol and a, and a Christmas Home Story. Alone, Home Alone 1 and 2 are both ahead. Wow. I'll say 2. Oh, 2 for sure. So you're a Republican because you like Home Alone 2 just because there are fearless leaders on it. All right. I see how it is. All right. Hey, I am what I am. And now it's time for our games. We got games? We got two games. He got games. We're gonna we up, got games. We're going we're gonna to uh, recast the movie now. Okay. So you, you just got... Uh, Put on as casting director of the new updated Jingle All the Way. The good news is, uh, you Phil Hartman comes back alive to just do this <laughs> yeah. remake. You can you can recast. You have to recast. Let's just say you have to recast at least four people. Four. It can be any four. There's five people total in this movie. <laughs> no, you can recast uh, some of those side some of those side ones. I'm gonna crash, recast Chris Parnell as Bill okay. Hader. At least yeah. three people. We'll do three. Three is good. Three and. Uh, each get 15 seconds. And we all agree on the new Jake Lloyd is Chris's choice. <laughs> Haley yeah. jo- Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Stage now. Yeah, yeah. Now Haley Joel. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we have to all recast Arnold. So who who is it going to be? 
So, no, we'll, I mean, just, we'll just each give her 15 seconds uh, uh, and recast it all. Okay. You're starting us off. All right. Um, so so the actor, obviously, uh, because he's athletic and he's uh, svelte, and he's got the acting chops from what I was told in Blockers, John Cena. John Cena as, uh, as Robert uh, Langston. Howard? Whatever his name, Howard Langston. Robert Langdon. I think John Cena would be a good choice as Howard. He's actually. athletic. He's got charm. He's got charisma. He's got uh, he's got a, a American accent. Very likable. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna say yeah? Your problem with Arnold is that everybody always pretends like he doesn't have an accent in every movie. That's the thing. It's like yeah, it would, he just speaks normal. It's like <laughs> yes, I, the weather is nice today, isn't it? Yeah, but, nobody ever asked him where he's from. I was thinking the same thing. Langston, a British name. I'm like, you're German, clearly. <laughs> I need some backstory here. On, on my father's side. <laughs> on my father's side, he came to, he came to Vienna when he, during the war, and it was very nice. <laughs> Who else you got? Oh, yeah. So, um, so, <laughs> so I'd keep Phil Hartman as his. I guess I would change Rita Wilson because I don't see her as, a, as much of a... a she can defend herself, but I don't see her in a violent manner uh, attacking Phil Hartman. She's just too sweet. Um, if anything, she, <laughs> if anything, she'd shoot him. Um, I would pick. Wow. I would pick. Wow. Uh, I would pick uh, Julia Roberts to take Rita Wilson's spot. I agree with that. I love yeah. Julia Roberts. <laughs> and uh, who's your third? Who's your third? Definitely replace Jake Lloyd with the the young Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> <laughs> No, the youngest no, guy. It's the old. They old. have to CGI. No, no, no. They CGI him I'm back to young. being six, six cents. Yeah. Really, Joel. <laughs> yeah, it's the the Disney technology. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll take it, Tyler. All right. No. <laughs> Chris is mad because he knows that we're on the you, same brain, yeah, brain yeah, thing here. You guys can talk about it together at once because we all know what you're going to say. Yeah, I mean, both of the gentlemen to my left are going to be mad that I get to go first on this one, but I think it makes perfect sense to make this a rock. Uh, Kevin Hart buddy film. Okay. Oh, you thought the same thing with Kevin Hart? Yeah, okay. so I think I think you've got The Rock in Arnold's spot and Kevin Hart in Sinbad's spot and their dynamic playing off each other kind of works. For, yeah, you're not, you're for not worried kind of about film. Chris, like Joe Pesci syndrome where he's too short. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because they, I mean, they've done these on-screen things yeah. already. It's, they couldn't steal each other's thunder. They work yeah. so well playing <laughs> off each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Though, since I didn't think I was going to be able to do The Rock... John Cena was the. That next was actually person. my second one too. You, you, you don't. I, it's, it's, I never thought it's not of a draft. Cena. You can still pick him yeah, up. You can still pick him. Yeah, yeah. he's you're, free to do it. You're making the best John move. Cena, you're making the best good. movie. And John possible. Cena kind of looks like the drawing. That, yeah, uh, Jamie did. Yeah, Cena's not a bad. You're going in deep with these with these John Cena cases. But I didn't know Jamie knew how to draw potato salad. And who's your who's your third person that you're gonna okay, recast? Okay, so my third person, and I, I, I thought about this one. Um, I think Ted could be Ryan Reynolds. He would be a really sexy Ryan Reynolds, right? I think it would be what Ted thinks he is, like yeah. in his head, like a little bit. Ooh, but that might be a problem as far because as like, he would. He, I mean, he would definitely fuck all the while. Yeah, like, you, unless, unless it, it would was be the more rock, believable because then it's then it's more believable the rock would kick his ass. Yeah, especially if it was like early Ryan Reynolds when he was th- he played all like the, right. the dicky characters. But he like could make constantly. those faces and stuff yeah. like he does, you know? I think, yeah, like, I think that you're onto something there. He does have the, sort of the same face as Phil Hartman. Okay, I agree with that. Yeah. Well, Same amber locks, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and and striking uh, 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 hazel eyes. So maybe I took this a little too literal, but I'm really trying to recast all of them. <laughs> Except for The Rock with Arnold, which just it fits so well. Do your thing, homie. But um, Stephen Colbert 
as uh, Ted because yeah, great uh, movie. Phil Hartman yeah, sounds okay. like him a little bit, looks like him a little bit. He plays that character really well he too. Would play He's that a character. modern modern Phil. Yeah, yeah, if you would want to act, um, I went with Marissa Tomei. Ooh, good as, choice. Yeah, as the wife because she looks like her also to me. Swallowed. Yeah, they so, look they look similar. Reed Wilson. Yeah, and then I went with The Rock just because I feel like. A lot of I saw little parts of it where I was like, "Oh, this this like The Rock is this character, yeah. like, in the modern world. Like they really, they The Rock could probably just go on a string of redoing all of Arnold's movies and be perfectly fine. If for there's the rest, of his, rest of his career, if there's any role The Rock was meant to play, it was a salesman without question. He can yeah. se- he can sell water <laughs> to a well. Like we, we there's spoke no, about this. I think we can, he was great in the sprint role. Yes. Yeah. I think we can agree that Arnold Schwarzenegger would not be a good salesman. <laughs> Don't forget. <laughs> what the fuck did you're, you just say to me? <laughs> you're my number one customer. You guys realize in that scene that he actually signs Arnold Schwarzenegger on the paper when he's no. like, no, when he's no, no that's in depth. Yeah, that's nice. That's a he's nice. He's got that little... weird stress thing. Yeah, the, the the grip. Yeah, what, they probably did that scene like four times. They was like, fuck it, okay, just leave it in. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's never gonna get this right. <laughs> he's incapable of signing any other signature. <laughs> That's At probably least. the only English he knows how to, <laughs> yeah. how to pronounce his, his name. Yeah, right after he does it, he's like, Ah, oh, damn it, damn it, damn it! <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I know you They didn't think of... about bringing in somebody else's hand to just pretend to be it. <laughs> no one's got those meat hooks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, if we want to diversify ourselves, I think Terry Crews could do a decent job. As, Absolutely. As that character. He needs well. a leading Ooh. role. He's. I'm tired of Terry Crews damn. being a second banana. Hashtag Terry Crews Fucking lead role. Shit. No. <laughs> So I think he could pull that role off. I had a whole Brooklyn well. Nine Nine recasting, <laughs> <laughs> and, and Andy Samberg could be Ted. <laughs> just take the entire cast and redo, reshuffle them. Just make him Jamie. Jamie. <laughs> oh my God! No, make Joe Latruglio Jamie. I was gonna make Joe Latruglio Chris Parnell's character. Oh nice. Mm, he needs yeah. to be in it more. Yeah. Okay, Chris. It, uh, I'm gonna go a little different route. I'm gonna recast the cop. As Ray Liotta. Ooh, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I need says a pissed off Ray Liotta chasing Arnold. Well, Dwayne Johnson. I'm sorry. Chantix chomping. I was going to say pre or post Chantix. Chantix chomping Ray Liotta. He's pissed off that he's munching on pills. Listen, I'm, I'm not going to have cancer, but I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> he stopped smoking a while ago. It was tough. <laughs> uh, we've touched on Dwayne already. Um, okay, yeah. I think uh, for Sinbad, Craig Craig Robinson. Ooh, Craig Robinson That's as a post bad. post uh, postal worker. He looks like a postal worker. Yeah, wow. this is the as the angry postal worker. That's like he'd be good. That's, That's good. Bad. Yeah, That's good. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a different route than Brooklyn Nine Nine themed. I'm gonna go basketball themed, and uh, my my new Howard is Blake Griffin. Okay, and uh, <laughs> Shaq is Sinbad, <laughs> and uh, filling out the role of Phil Hartman, we have. Jason Williams. Oh, I got to think of the right white guy. It has to be the exact. Mark Madsen. Why has it got to be the right white guy? Why can't it be Derek Fisher? Oh, <laughs> Chris Humphreys. Damn wow. it. Derek Fisher might be, he might be onto something, man. Only if Matt Barnes is hard. too real. <laughs> wow. My yeah. guys. I'm worried right. that they're the going to listen. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Just well, have an Derek NBA Fisher is stealing wives. Mr. Steel, yo, girl. Yep. Yeah, I, I guess I got to go with Derek Fisher. It makes the most sense. And then just ask uh, Brent Berry. Yeah. <laughs> and then my uh, my child is gonna be Muggsy Bogues, CGI to be a child mm, as Jamie. Yeah, as Jamie. About Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson would be a good Ted, actually. I think. I have Cheryl <laughs> Swoops as the as the as the mom. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, no, Grandma Ma. Grandma Ma. The goat, the goat uh, Cheryl the Swoops. Mom. Yeah, the goat. 
And now it's time for game number two. We're each gonna oh. we're each gonna have thirty seconds to pitch a Christmas toy movie. I was really good at this timed thing earlier. So uh, <laughs> it's not gonna be super strict on timing because uh, actually it will be because we're running out of time. We're gonna start things off with me. We're gonna start things off by giving all of us one minute to think of something. <laughs> okay, your Stand minute. By. Your minute to brainstorm starts now. I think I, I think I got mine. I think you got yours. I think it's with the times too. Put it put it thirty seconds on the clock. Are you ready? Kyle will be the official timekeeper. Thank you. Kyle. Hey, we need him to do something. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a quick check on uh, Kjax. Kjax, how Actually, you doing yeah, on that yeah. eggnog? Have you finished your eggnog? You still got half a glass there, bud. <laughs> oh, it's you been, might you might want at least forty five minutes since we've said that <laughs> earlier. <laughs> you might want to put that in the fridge for a couple minutes, uh, or else you're gonna have to do it again. Yeah, we're we're running, we're running low on time over here. If you don't finish it, you gotta do it again. But everybody knows eggs age really well outside. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> If your eggnog floats, <laughs> it's gone bad. If your you eggnog turns back into yolks, you might have old eggnog. <laughs> oh, we were just talking about yeah, that. We, we were talking about the the Larry Cable Guy redneck years of comedy and how the fuck that even happened. Hey, this is nice full circle. Larry the Cable Guy uh, uh, started to go all, all, all the way too. That's right. what we, we, yeah we didn't talk about. Thought it. we were gonna pretend like that movie doesn't exist. Yeah, we should pretend like it doesn't it's exist. It's direct to video. Cut it this part. Cut this part, but don't cut this part. Kyle. <laughs> I'm ready. It's uh, Christmas Eve, and the internet is down. We need hard copies. And there's one game that's on everybody's list, and it's a game that's going strong right now. It's Red Dead Redemption 2. And one dad wants to get Red Dead for his child, but first, he has to go to Westworld and murder every single cowboy that is out there. And he does it all in the name of his son, Jamie, starring Vin Diesel. And that's uh that's it. And the movie is called uh Bread Dead Prevention. I'll shoot your head off, kid. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. It's a good tagline. Shout out to Christmas story. <laughs> uh, I can smell the eggs almost. That is disgusting. That's some scrambled. Steven, are you ready? No, go to Chris. <laughs> no, go to Alfredo. Go to anybody. No, no, no. I'll be I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. You thought you enjoyed the first two films. Now get ready to enjoy the final uh, trilogy in an epic journey known as a very Teddy Christmas. That's right. Ted's back better than ever. And this is a prequel of that fateful Christmas night of when he came to life. Uh, featuring a young CGI Mark Wahlberg and uh, and a same age Giovanni Ribisi because he always looks seven years old. Teddy 3, a very Teddy Christmas. Oh, I thought it was going to be Jingle All the Way 3 with Ted as the guy, but then it, it was about Ted, the, the, the bear. Yeah, no, it's, it's a Ted a, origin a, story. Ted a, origin yeah, story. I, about, love that. It, I love that idea. It's a toy, yeah. You guys say a toy. Okay, Tyler. Dad, I'm here brought to you to life. Tyler, we'll go to Tyler. All right, all right, we'll go to me. All right, um, a man gets a VR set for Christmas and goes on a virtual vacation to the planet Mars. An unexpected and harrowing series of events forces him to go to the planet for real. Or does he? Sorry, actually, that's really just total recall. 
But uh, damn it, I mean, Paul Verhoeven. That's basically a, yeah, it's basically a toy and a good movie. <laughs> so I just rebranded Total Recall. <laughs> yeah. You could use Arnold or Colin Farrell. I, I mean, I prefer Arnold. But, it, you know, should be, it should be it should be Howard who buys a VR set who <laughs> yeah. turns himself into oh, yeah, a the, guy from the, Total Recall. The crossover jingle all the way, Total Recall jingle totally all the way Recall. Totally all the jingles. Totally all the jingle way. All, all of the jingle all way. way. All of, yeah. <laughs> rusted Root. It's just called Rusted Root. Will, you got something for us there, bud. Jingle the total way. There you go. <laughs> uh, Jimmy is a bully who uh, bullies this one kid named Ray. Uh, it's Christmas Eve, and his grandfather gives him a toy bobblehead, an ancient toy bobblehead, who keeps nodding no, and little Jimmy keeps reliving that day over and over again in a very Groundhog's Day kind of way. Uh, until he discovers the Christmas spirit and becomes a good kid again. Uh, bobbling for Christmas. <laughs> Coming to the theater near you. I'll tell you, that is the most original idea. I'm a fan of that one so far. Bobbling for Christmas. <laughs> that got real fucking dark. Yeah. He, he turns around. Yeah, I was like... He finally nods yes, and then he comes. He starts living life again and is friends with the kid. You sold me <laughs> yeah. a bobble. Yeah, yeah. Right when you said the main toy was a bobblehead, I was like, yeah, well, that, yep. Yeah, the bobblehead is supposed to bobble, yes, but it keeps bobbling. No, and it keeps reliving the days. Are we sure this isn't an episode of Black Mirrors? <laughs> yeah. Sure, let's go for it. <laughs> mirror. 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 Yeah. mirror. You're thinking of the sequel, Black Mirrors. Right. Yeah, when they get more than one. Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> the two parts. That's the, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, one. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Okay, Chris, finish this off. Oh, fuck. Here we go. All right. Uh, A family is gifted a trip to Paris for everyone. However, one of the children is left behind. (laughs) He does not get to go on the trip. You guys are so original. He's he's excited at first until a, a pair of burglars try to break into his home. But due to an unforced acid trip slash gypsy spell, uh, the three of them are thrown into a game of Fortnite. Where he must fight off the burglars using all I don't I've never played Fortnite. All the, what is it? Yeah, the dances, <laughs> all, all the so dances the and weapons. So what's Fortnite's the toy? The toy. Fortnite's the toy. Fortnite's the toy. It's a video game. It's oh, a I, cho- way of I life. chose. I chose a video game. It's called the Fortnite Before Christmas. Ah, <laughs> <The> for- <laughs> oh, damn it! There it got is. A title. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. He, it's called Title Before Plot. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's, 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 that's one hundred thousand percent what it was. I was like, what's a popular toy now? It's getting sued by uh, okay, Carlton yeah. right now. Carlton, I mean, I, I would see all those The movies. dude who did the other dance, the 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 the, the, the stanky floss? leg? No. Oh, right. and the guy from uh, the guy from Scrubs. And the guy from did Scrubs. Did someone do Tur- the floss Tur- before? I don't know. No, it wasn't the floss. It was like the stanky leg the or damn something. damn backpack kid. It's like Mies or something, whatever his fucking name is. And the was. Turk dance. And yeah, I didn't realize all that. Okay, now we're going we're gonna to re-rate the movie. So it had 16%. What do you guys actually give this movie on Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, I'll start. I'm going to give it a 50 even 50. I'm still saying it's rotten. <laughs> it's it's all about material. It's it's not a Christmas spirit movie. Yeah, but it's I mean, enjoyable. I mean, it's it's enjoyable. Really a father and a son. What is wrong? Yeah, but because of a gift. Well, not in the end. I not mean, in the end, yes. Barely. Lessons he overcomes learned. his Why materialism. Why do I have the doll? I got the real double bad at all. <laughs> Actually, can we talk about the end real quick before this? Yeah, yeah. This? Why at the end, Jamie just 
He's like, I forgive you, man, for that little tension up there of you trying to kill me, Sinbad, <laughs> off the tree. Because like, Jamie's in the Christmas spirit. You forgive him for you forget, and you give them a he you give tried him a present to kill him. Well, yeah. How about the fact? But he that didn't kill him. Sinbad just tried to blow up a radio station. Did blow up a radio station, yes. and then assaulted a child. The cop did not in die. <laughs> and he still thinks he's gonna see his kid on Christmas morning. <laughs> Yeah, Sinbad is a psychopath in this movie. <laughs> Two I'm, questions. I, I'm all, I was like 50 50 on even he, if he even had a kid. It's a lot of postal right? stick. Yeah, Whoa, I that think that maybe maybe he's a sociopath and just like the toy is for him. He had a kid yeah. with his ex wife for him, guys. Yeah, bad look for mailmen everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really putting a stain on mailmen. How much time does he get for all of his various crimes throughout this movie? Oh, he's time served. <laughs> 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 in a mental you. prison that he that yeah. he lives in. Yeah, he's he's a psychopath. There's an alternative <laughs> movie here hospital. where you're looking at it from Sinbad's point of view, and it ends like it's like a, like a psych. It's a the so- new one flew over this cuckoo's nest. Yes, yes. it really is. <laughs> which is uh, what uh, yeah, always Sunny's character. Yeah, is, which is what uh, always Sunny tried to do. He's just yeah. sitting there with the turbo man. Doll. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's really the long con. The always Sunny guys just just wanted to make one flew over the cuckoo's nest with Danny DeVito, Sinbad, <laughs> Charlie. Sorry, I just had to make that point. No, Charlie I think Billy yeah, Rabbit. we needed to talk about that because no. the ending was absurd. Also ridiculous. Like, well, once they hit the parade, they're just like, let's just go crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like well, the whole movie was pretty realistic up until the, the little person got so punched across the room, like, <laughs> and just flew <laughs> on it on a rope all the way into a wall. That's I, when you're like, physics don't well, matter. Jim Belushi first got his beard snapped into his face and tumbled head over heel into <laughs> yes. a hole. So like that <laughs> well, was Well Arnold did the snapping. Yeah, thing. so yeah, you should so. believe it's believable. <laughs> yeah. It's believable. Yeah. They probably just had so much budget left at the end. They're exactly. like, well, let's just blow it on the parade. <laughs> yeah. We're under budget. Yeah. Let's go. Budget. Yeah. Our budget was sixty million for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> we got we gotta use this last six million somehow. Sinbad wanted three ham ham and cheese sandwiches. We're good. We're under budget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Steven, what do you re-rate this movie at? Obviously, 66%. (laughs) Uh, It's fresh, but it's not certified. Um, It's questionable. It's got got a little bit of dents into it. It's got a little bit of bruises, but it's an overall good movie. Tyler, what percentage? Uh, I'm giving it a 95, and if you don't agree with me, I'm going to fight you. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Big, big, big number. 95. That is certified fresh, possibly top 10. (laughs) Maybe the highest rated Christmas movie of all time. (laughs) One of the highest rated and he will movies fight ever. You. Yeah, and he'll fight every Roger Ebert that comes at him and say, I don't care if you're dead. All of them. Will, what's your percentage? Will's doing calculator. Well, right. actually, I'm, I'm currently Googling what Arnold's 10 best movies on Rotten Tomato <laughs> is or are, I guess, because uh, I want to see what the percentage was. Oh, our own little Wilfredo Fat Corner. Brought because, to no, you by v, uh, Ropa Vieja. I want, yeah, there you go. <laughs> that uh, means I want to do an average. Because it, it should be in the top five. Let's see, Predator. Yeah, it's it's right on total recall level. I'll go with that. What does that mean to you? That means uh <laughs> oh it doesn't it doesn't have it. It doesn't have it. Oh, no, the audience on. can see your phone, so you know, you know, like, they can't. I'm, i want to give it a number. Uh, oh, Visual total recall is eighty two, so I'll give it an eighty three. Eighty three. Wow, eighty three. Okay, I see your special logic. number. Good year. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. The year my parents got married. Yep, that was the year my parents eighteen eighty three. Nope. <laughs> my parents are vampires by the way <laughs> thought i'd tell you on this episode of the podcast just let me in the house chris what's your re-rating of this movie 65 okay. is the fresh marker. 65 is the fresh marker so 65 and above is fresh passing. 65 and below you didn't go to high school 65 is passing <laughs> uh i'll give it a i'll give it a 75 i'll go to high school 
fresh with some room for improvement. 65? 75. 75. 75. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Rank it Just higher than I did. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. I'm fighting all of you. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not quite on Tyler's scale. For uh, you guys don't have to do this, but we, we write blurbs at the end of the podcast and we we say our own like little Rotten Tomatoes blurb. So okay. just a one sentence pretty much review of the movie. Out of your entire essay of reviewing this movie, if you could sum it up in one to two sentences. Yes, oh, yes, wow. yes. yes. Uh, Tyler already did one sentence earlier. Yeah, I'm scared. And no, Wilfredo, I didn't call you an essay. I apologize. <laughs> wow. Uh, mine is this movie jingled all the way to the bank passing right by your heart. Aww. No, that means it didn't hit you in the heart. <laughs> oh, it passed right. Yeah, it passed right by, like on the freeway. Yeah, but it still was in the vicinity okay, of the well, heart Yeah, it was close. Area. It was close. I mean, it didn't, it mean, didn't technically, was it on the left ventricle? <laughs> what was yours, Stephen? Oh, what fun it is to take a ride with Arnold on this humorous sleigh. Spelled sleigh, S-L-A-Y, by the way. Oh, <laughs> no. Wow. Kids love that. That changes everything. Not that cool. Yeah, run a fade. That's what kids say now, right? Nope. Run it back. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a thing. Yeah, they're running that's fades now. Call anybody, now. anybody got a one sentence review? Well, that's all the time we have. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. Uh, oof. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, watch uh, your wife. It's terrible time. Kind of combines. All the yeah, yeah. Things. There you wow. go. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> if I saw that little blurb for a movie, I would watch. I'd probably see that. <laughs> it's watch your wife and a picture of Arnold Schwarzenegger. I would take that movie seriously. A big. That's this is a PSA. This isn't a movie. Yeah, if it was like two a.m. and I had to pay, <laughs> I had to pay four dollars for that movie. I'd probably do it. And I was just like really drunk at home. Wait, what? What? <laughs> Wait, what are we talking uh-huh. about? Yeah, I don't know what what. Yeah. What movie are you talking about? I don't know what we're Some talking. Some sort about. of porno. Um, Apparently, we do real recommendations at the end. Does anybody have any recommendations? Whether it be uh, media, this is, uh, we like to end on a good note. Delicious so. things, uh, a heartwarming affair like uh, peace on earth and goodwill, to- goodwill towards men. And no, Will, I'm not calling you a good person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, before we end the podcast, let's take a let's take a quick update on our eggnog watch. <laughs> yeah. Kjax, where are you at, bud? Where's the nog head at? Looks like he's done. Are you done? Did you did you vomit? You got to come on the mic, son. You you got you got your moment in yeah, the, yeah. In the we sun. Yeah, yeah. We need your one sentence review of <laughs> of eggnog. Two full glasses of eggnog. A whole quart of eggnog within an hour and a half. <laughs> All right. That was his there review. You have it. Kjax, Kjax uh, eggnog check brought to you by eggnog and acids. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you, what do you recommend, Nick? Uh, I saw Roma in theaters. I recommend seeing it. Wow. I watched it on Netflix, though. Would you recommend it to watch in theaters or on Netflix? Uh, if you're somebody that enjoys foreign films in theaters, then for sure see it in a theater. If uh, that sounds like a tough task for you, then uh, maybe not, Maybe yeah. don't take that chance. If you're 89% of the population, <laughs> just watch it on Netflix. Yeah. It's a good movie, though. Okay. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. And uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, good a good holiday wreck. Rewatched It's Wonderful Life. Is that uh, in your top five now for it, Christmas it, movies? Oh, that's a good point. It might be up there because wow. it knocked, really... Knocked Home Alone 2 right out there, didn't it? Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. I'll have to get back to you on that. It hit all the feels. It's a great movie. It really did. I cried twice without even like realizing it. Mm. It just happened. Mm, maybe you should see a doctor. And now I think that I have a problem because I watched a movie last night, an animated Christmas movie that wasn't even emotional at all, and I just started crying at the end of it. And I was just like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Well, you are loved. That's all that matters. Well, thanks. It wasn't The Grinch, was it? Uh, Grinch no. makes kids to feel spots. 
It was uh, Steven. It was do you have a recommendation? Maisie saves Christmas. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I recommend um, mold cider with some spiced rum and uh, mm. crab curry bites. Yeah, those are solid. Definitely. That sounds good. Definitely had those yesterday. Hung over. Um, brought me back to life. Brought me back to life. All right. Tyler, what do you got for us there, bud? What do you recommend? Recommendations. Well, let's see. Based on a previous conversation today, I think I would recommend people. The Redneck Comedy Tour. Blue Blue Collar Comedy Tour. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that part's a given, yeah. obviously. Um, I would recommend people considering Enemy of the State as a Christmas movie. Yes, yes I think you're onto something, man. I mean, the whole premise is is basically the guy's got his Christmas it's presents. It's based on gifts, just like Jingle All the Way. I mean, nope, yeah. nope, nope, nope. And forgetting to get something for his family. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> True. Yeah. Oh, Will Smith would have been a good choice for uh, an Oh, Arnold. too late. <laughs> Damn. I should have thought of that. Save it for the next podcast. <laughs> uh, the Christmas Chronicles on Netflix. Oh, really? Ooh, you you recommended that? Wow. Kurt Russell. Wow. Okay, simply for the fact, Kurt Russell is a... Uh, <sighs> Like half-ass Santa, you sold me. You solid, sold me. very solid, solid Santa. You yeah. sold me, solid Santa. Yeah, that's <laughs> I mean, that's really the only reason. I enjoy all of the joy. Yeah. If I said it once, I'll say it. I'll say it. I'll say. I'll say it a million times. Kurt Russell can do no wrong. Kurt Russell is mentioned on almost every podcast. Absolutely. Wow. Kurt Russell could also play John Belushi. <laughs> And Jim Belushi, excuse me. At his current age, he could though. be the right now. Like, he right could now, be he the greasy does. Santa. Yeah, yeah. as right of right now, now. he right can. Now. He I mean, could Eddie yeah. Murphy this movie and be all parts, as oh. far as I'm concerned. Uh, <laughs> he could do Phil. He could do Phil's character, so <laughs> yeah. Ted. Oh, he could be, yeah, and he'll succeed. Rita Wilson and be like, "All right, cool. You're yeah. American." Yeah, you're right. That'd be yeah. the main problem. Chris, but, any real recommendations? Uh, before that, real quick, Tally made me think of it. Gene Hackman would have been an excellent cop. Hackman as the cop. <laughs> yeah, I would enjoy him. His hands getting burned by like coffee and stuff. <laughs> Damn you, Hackman. <laughs> uh, anyways, recommendations. Um, just along the lines of movies that aren't considered Christmas movies that I watch every single year. Uh, Trading Places. Trading Places. Yeah, we, we did have that discussion. Yeah, solid Christmas camp. movie. You, it's considered a Christmas movie, right? I mean, the first twenty minutes is all Christmas based. Boom. Okay. Yeah. Yep. We're it's it's official now. Well, thank you guys for uh, joining us for the Jingle All The Way podcast, the, uh, the biggest extravaganza that we've ever had. The greatest holiday podcast of all times for the greatest horror movie holiday film of all times, Jingle All The Way. Yeah, what he said. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Would, would Arnold <laughs> that's my blurb. That? Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep it real, keep it rotten is something we're still workshopping. Happy holidays. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Have a tip-top tet. And a very solemn ride. We might have one more Christmas movie for you. Uh, we might. If not, it'll go straight into New Year's. Hell yeah. Because it's a new dawn, it's a new day. Some films are ripe, some films are rotten. We like our potatoes, our gratin. You watch a film, but you can't even. But here comes Nick and Steve, and they break it down, they turn it out. And when it was over, you on the shot, I want my money back. that was real rotten. Real fucking rotten.